Hey mamas, and welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and independent eaters. I'm Alyssa, your mama in BRD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it. But honestly, the few seconds Instagram gives me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week right here as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short because mom life, but I plan on giving you real-life tactical advice and answering your actual questions. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, hey, mama, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. And today's episode is kind of exciting for me. First of all, the doors are open to my Table Talk program, as you may already know, and they are going to close this Monday and be closed for the rest of 2020. So I wanted to take this episode and actually walk you through some of the methods that I teach inside the program and kind of give you an inside look of what it looks like, why it helps these mamas out, and what the transformation you could find inside the program. So of course, the link will be down below to join Table Talk while the doors are still open. If you're listening to this past October 26th of 2020, the doors are no longer open, but you can absolutely get on the wait list for the next time. So of course, a lot of us struggle with picky eating. That's probably why you're here, why you follow me on social media, and why you're listening to this podcast right now. And a lot of us struggle with picky eating, and and you're not alone, first of all. I have thousands of listeners here, and of course, thousands of people on Instagram following along and trying to find help and solace at home as well. Not to mention the fact that I have been there myself. I felt myself getting tugged and pulled into this cycle of picky eating because it starts small. A lot of times we are surprised by picky eating. We have this baby at home, we're trying to survive the newborn stage, and all of a sudden they're eating solid food. And we just kind of jump into it, not really knowing what we're doing. And then we turn around and they're starting to get picky and they're starting to throw things off their plate or they're starting to reject foods that they had previously loved. And now all of a sudden picky eating is starting to rear its ugly head. Usually this happens around 18 months of age, but I've certainly heard mamas explain that this has happened to them closer to a year old and of course later as well, sometimes three, four, five, even six or seven year olds. Picky eating can kind of strike at any time, but it typically comes up around 18 months. We are exhausted. We're tired. We want what's best for them. And a lot of times we make decisions in the moment that feel good, like we're getting some wins, but in the long term, it actually makes picky eating worse. A lot of parents tell me, oh, well, my kid eats better or gets more in is what they say a lot of times when they're watching a screen. Or maybe they get more in when you tell them how many bites to eat. Or they get more in if you say, okay, if you finish your plate, you can have a bowl of ice cream. Um, Or maybe you feel like they get more in when you let them graze all day. These are all things that I've heard in my DMs start out as 
they get more in and turn into, they are barely eating foods that I thought they loved. Picky eating spirals out of control really quickly, and the research supports that. The research supports that although kids might be, quote, getting more in, they're not necessarily learning how to interact with food or be more adventurous with food long term. They actually get stuck in spirals of only eating consistent food, which typically looks like grains, crackers, things that are consistent and predictable for little ones, and not necessarily new and unique textures or flavors. There's a whole lot that goes into why picky eating happens and how we can combat it, and we'll get into that a little bit more in this episode, but I just want to redirect you and validate what you've been through. Picky eating is freaking hard, and I just did a webinar recently where I had hundreds of mamas come and 70 of them said that they've been struggling with picky eating for longer than a year. Longer than a year, they've been struggling with picky eating. Now, a lot of them said two, three, four years even I got in the comments, but the poll that I specifically asked was just longer than a year. And 72% of moms said longer than a year. Very few moms were there as kind of a preventative measure. Their kid's not picky yet, but they want to know what to do when pickiness happens or how to prevent it altogether, kind of sidestep it, if you will. And then a lot of moms said it's been right around a year or just a little less. So 72% of moms say that they've been dealing with pickiness for a year. A lot of us have been told things like, oh, just it's just a phase, they'll grow out of it, or it'll pass, just keep offering, just keep exposing, blah, 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 very basic kind of advice, and it doesn't end up panning out. Now, for some kids, that's all it takes, and mom's totally cool with it, moves on, and the little one's totally fine. For some of us, picky eating sticks around. It sticks around for a long time, and it's exhausting. And just in case you weren't aware of how many meals you're feeding your child per day right now, it's probably in the ballpark of four to six meals a day that you might be having battles at mealtime. You might be having internal stress, wondering and worrying if they're having enough to eat, if they're getting enough vegetables, if they're getting enough protein, if they're filling their bellies with what they need to sleep through the night or go play outside and not get hurt. All of these things that we know are connected, but our little ones don't quite know. That's a lot of mealtime battles to internally struggle and worry and make sure you have enough of the right foods and the right amount in the right place in your home. It's a lot of time and mental energy spent on what should I serve? Should I take a risk and kind of confront the tantrum and know that they're going to throw a fit because they put broccoli on their plate? Or should I just give them mac and cheese for the fifth day in a row because I know that they'll eat it? It's a constant tug and pull back and forth between what we know they need to feel good and grow and get developmentally healthy and meet their milestones and not wanting to handle the tantrums and the meltdowns and bargain with them and beg them and plead them and maybe even bribe them to get to eat certain foods. That's a lot of time, mama. That's a lot of effort. That's exhausting. And when we're talking about 72%, and this is just my own research of moms who have been either dealing with this for a year or multiple, that's a lot of time in your future. Not only that, but of course, there's so much conflicting information out there. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, I'm probably not the only voice you're listening to about this. You are probably following other people on Instagram, maybe even listening to other podcasts, maybe trying to Google things, research things on your own between the nap times and bedtimes and whatever else you have going on in your life right now, which I know is a lot because hashtag 2020, you're trying to find all the information that you can, right? I know this because I was you. 
I know that maybe you've bought a book here and there. Maybe you listened to a friend. Maybe someone's told you something. Maybe you asked your pediatrician. You kind of got blown off. I know that you're worried. I know that you have a gut feeling like I had a gut feeling that this isn't going well and it's not getting better. And I don't know if I should just kind of white knuckle it and grit my teeth and push through it and hope that my little one doesn't end up picky at 5, 6, 7, 10, 12, 15, 18 years of age. Or maybe even like some of the mamas out there who have messaged me and said either you're the picky one or your husband's the picky one. And it's incredibly hard to cook for as a grown adult who's picky, not to mention extremely inconvenient. Not to mention the pain that comes with knowing that picky eating can lead to very serious health and development issues like very serious nutrient deficiencies. So many things come when our nutrition isn't up to par, and we know that, but we don't necessarily know how to get our little ones to eat the right foods in the right amount to combat it, right? I know that there's a pit in your stomach, and I know that you're worried. I was worried. We want what's best for our kids. We love our kids, and we want to make sure that they get the absolute best that they possibly can. Okay, deep breath, mama. (laughs) Let's take one together. All right, so inside my Table Talk program, there are specific methods and strategies that I set up and that I teach inside this program to help attack picky eating from all angles. A lot of times, like I said before, we're trying to Google things on our own, or we heard something from a friend, or maybe we saw a random post on Instagram that went viral, and we're trying all these tips and tricks, and maybe one thing works. Like All of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, this totally works. They ate their entire bowl of broccoli. I can't believe it. And then a few days go by, and that trick kind of wears off, and then you're left with them no longer eating the broccoli or liking the broccoli, or maybe they're throwing a downright tantrum with the broccoli. A lot of times, this happens because we're only coming at picky eating from one angle. We're only trying one thing and it might work for a period of time, but then we need to escalate or we need to change. And a lot of times we see this with bribing, right? I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with this. We say, okay, eat two more bites of your chicken and you can have a lollipop after dinner. And then maybe the next day you offer them a lollipop and ice cream, or maybe the next day you have to tell them, fine, just eat one bite of the chicken. Or maybe a few days go by and you're just like, just pick up the chicken and look at it. That's all I need you to do right now, (laughs) right? It's because we continue to escalate or change things because we want to get the same result that we once got when it was a brand new trick. When in reality, what we need is a plan, a strategy, a way to go about picky eating in a way that doesn't need new tricks and actually makes long-term change in the child. So we're actually moving things from an external reason to eat, like begging, bribing, pleading, guilting, um, even praising, to an internal reason to eat. We're actually pushing it to back on our kids to have responsibility or take responsibility for their own eating experience and their own body. And the way to do that is going through the table talk methods. So these are methods that I've developed based on all of my research. And let me just tell you, it's a lot. I have a ton of, of experience as a registered dietitian. I was actually a tube feeding dietitian, which also means that I spent years helping people come off the tube and back onto solid foods again, which is one of the hardest transitions, especially in children, because they have had sometimes years without having anything go into their mouth at all. Not to mention the fact that I myself have dealt with picky eating and started to go down that spiral until I bucked up, 
did my research, went back to my roots of what I've learned in school and outside of school and in my continuing education and started to apply it to my own child. I obsessively studied the results and took notes and focused on things and I honed my methods and I really tailored it to children that struggle with picky eating. Over time and helping other mamas and then eventually helping you guys, I've learned what works and what doesn't. This is literally why I created my account and my podcast to help moms who are in my situation who want to go through the picky eating phase faster than a freaking year or multiple. I wanted them to save time and energy because the pain and the excessive amount of time we've spent around building plates or emotional and uh, mental time that we have spent thinking about what our kids need when is exhausting, mama. It weighs on us in a way that is almost completely invisible and yet a huge load that we are carrying. I was exhausted and I'm a dietitian. I feel like it's my job. It's what I'm interested in. I love food. I love all these things. So I can't even imagine the mental load that it was adding to mamas who aren't dietitians and don't have this training. It's exhausting. And that's literally why I do what I do. Okay, so ultimately, like I said, I honed my methods and I really came up with a plan that makes sense. And that's what I offer inside Table Talk. It's a six week picky eating program. However, you do have lifetime access and it is technically self paced. All the videos are there as soon as you sign up and you can go through it as quickly or as slowly as you want or need to because, of course, mom life always happens. I do recommend a six week schedule because I think it's enough information to get us going in the right direction and add some momentum without feeling utterly overwhelming. Not only that, but on weeks three through six, I actually go live with you guys and do a Q&A session of real life roadblocks that pop up. So as you're implementing the program, you can bring real life situations to the Q&A sessions and get your questions answered specifically for your kid. Of course, every child is different. Every home is different. So the problems that you encounter are going to be different. And there's no way that I could ever cover every little thing that comes up during these implementation periods. Okay, so of course you have lifetime access. You can go through it as slowly or as quickly as you want, but I do recommend following the recommended schedule. Like I said, not only does it build momentum, but actually each week, builds on the last. This is important because we start at kind of a high rise structure and kind of structuring your home. And then we build down into the nitty gritty of the nutrition and how to present the plate and what new things you can add to the plate and all those sorts of things. And then at the end, we tie it all together and talk a lot about coming together as a family at mealtimes and how to do it in a way that forms connection and doesn't become a battleground. Okay. So my main legs, if you will, of table talk are safety. So safety is first and foremost, one of the most important things we need to establish at the table. Not only safety in terms of, of course, choking hazards and we're offering foods in a safe way, but also that our children feel a sense of safety at the table. They feel safe to make mistakes. They feel safe to leave their plate untouched. They feel safe to eat everything on their plate and want more without feeling judged, ridiculed, or like you're saying something along the line of, see, I told you, anything like that. We don't want them to feel unsafe. They also need to be safe to change their minds, to try something new in an area that's going to be uplifting, but not also overly praiseworthy, where again, it shifts it from an internal reason to eat to an external reason to eat. 
The next leg that I talk about throughout the program is modeling the behavior you want your child to have. I go a lot into what the parenting role is inside or at the table and how you can actually model the behavior in a way that doesn't create more pressure, but does does give them a roadmap of how to try new foods or how to act at the table as well. We also, one of the other legs and main methods that I teach throughout the program is the division of responsibility. If you've been here for a while, I'm sure you've heard me talk about this, but this is going deep dive into the division of responsibility in ways that you haven't heard of before. It's setting up our roles, what they are at the table versus what they are in the home and what our child's roles are as well. It goes into all sorts of areas that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Also, one of the other major methods I talk about and focuses is the exposure tactic. So you hear this or you hear this um, recommendation a lot, expose, expose, expose. It takes 20, 40, 100 exposures to get a kid to like a food or try a food. But there's a method to the madness. It's not just throwing broccoli on the plate and hoping one day they pick it up. There are methods, there are step-by-step processes to take place that really help give your child the best chance at success. Okay, so those are kind of the overarching legs or methods that I use and that I teach inside Table Talk, and you'll find them as a recurring theme through every training that you watch and Q&A. Now, each week, like I said, builds upon the last. So each week, there's about four to five videos that you watch in the trainings, and then some workbook pages as well to kind of support those trainings and actually put the work into action in your home, actually implement it. So week one is all about setting expectations. So what you can expect in this week is really getting our head correct and on right, all about what to expect at the table. You also are going to help cast a vision. What kind of eater do you want to raise? What kind of child do you want to put out into the world around food? How do you want their relationship with food to look? We also go into setting up those structures like having a meal and snack schedule in your home and how to do that that works for your family. Week two is the table talk. So this is really focused on why our words matter, how to use words in a positive way, how to handle table tantrums and what to do when we totally mess up, which we always will, just like I do all the time. I give you actual scripts and really help you walk through what issues are working or not working in your family and how to fix it with our words. Week three then goes into table time. Now, this is really focused on the like mechanics of it, like how to feed themselves, how to keep them at the table, how to sit in a high chair, and all of these sorts of things that are really the kind of mechanics of the table itself. Week four goes into table strategies. This is the exposure, how to make feel food fun, how to include them, what to do when they reject foods and when they reject entire meals, how to handle any texture concerns that your little one might be exhibiting, and walking you through the actual real life work of food chaining, which is bridging foods that they like and that they'll accept to foods that they don't. I give you the step-by-step guide on not only how to do that and a ton of examples, but also how to build a food chain for yourself, for your specific child. So getting them from one food to another. 
Week five is the deep dive into nutrition. We talk about what they need and how they can get it. We talk about the macronutrients, the micronutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the supplements, the desserts, the beverages, all the things in week five. Week six is where we tie it all together and talk all about family meals, pediatrician visits, growth curves, meal planning, and how to truly form connection at the table. There is, of course, some bonus videos in there as well that I felt like were needed but weren't necessarily needed inside the program. So I give you an entire video all about allergies, how to introduce them, what they are. I talk about choking versus gagging and how to handle that situation. I also talk about starting solids. If you're a mama who is planning on having more kids or maybe you just want to prevent picky eating in your home, this starting solid section could be really helpful for you to just get started. Also, in the bonus section, I have a ton of videos covering specific table tantrums and how to handle them. Everything from food throwing to wanting to sit on your lap to crying the second they see food is covered in this section as well. All right. So like I said, it's a six-week picky eating program with 35-plus expert training videos. Now, this is technically self-paced, and you do have lifetime access. You can always come back and finish it or go back and re-watch something you need. You'll also get four live Q&A sessions with me to troubleshoot your real-life roadblocks that come up. Plus, you'll get the workbook, which is 35-plus pages of information to help you along the way and give you the actionable tips of how to do things. For example, there's 30 ideas in there for food play and talking about why that's so important. You also get access to my close friends list on Instagram, which is private stories just for my table talkers, where I do some bonus Q&As and any updates or changes will be listed there as well. And we can kind of communicate that way as well. All right. And I want to leave you with this and let you know some of the transformations that have happened in some of my table talker graduates homes. So Hannah wrote to me after she took the table talk program and said, I still can't believe it. Table talk has changed so much in her home. It's almost like everything I've learned has spilled out into my entire parenting life and things are going really smooth. Thank you so much. I love that because I truly believe that feeding is parenting, and if we can nail parenting at the table, everything else becomes a little bit easier. Someone else wrote me, now this is something I do with all my table talkers, I survey them anonymously so that I can get true feedback and really understand what they're still struggling with, if anything, or if they've been helped in the way that they need to without them feeling like I'm, I know exactly who they are. And in saying this, I should let you know that 100% of my Table Talk graduates said that they would recommend Table Talk to a friend. And this was given anonymously, which is pretty freaking cool. All right. So this I got anonymously. And she said, the support and detailed guidance isn't something you can obtain from an Instagram feed, especially with very picky eaters. It's worth every penny. This just means the most to me because I feel like so many people think that I'm giving it all away on Instagram and truly I am in a lot of ways. I give you a lot of information and if I could, I probably would give it to you all on Instagram, but you can't. It builds on top of each other and like I said, using all these methods in conjunction at the same time to combat picky eating is really where the magic happens. I can give you little tidbits and things here in a 15 second story here or even a 15 minute long podcast episode, but truly to make the difference, 
You need to do the work and implement it regularly. So if you are ready to make a change, I would click the link in the description below to join Table Talk now before doors close for the rest of 2020. If you're ready to make this change, I recommend that you dedicate at least one to two hours every week going through this program and implementing the changes in your home and at your table to make a real difference in as little as six weeks. Most parents will find that it will take between six weeks and three months to really see changes as long as they are consistent with the material. And after that, it's going to be like muscle memory and all the methods that you've learned are going to be so set in that you're going to save yourself possibly years of the mental load of picky eating, if not basically set your child up for a lifetime of being an adventurous eater who is able to satisfy their needs based on internal cues, not external cues, which is really, really important. All right. So if you're ready to join Table Talk, click the link in the description box below. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me at Alyssa at MamaAndMeRD.com. But Mama, I cannot wait for this to be your story. Jane reached out to me the other day when she saw that I was opening up Table Talk again. And she said she had this to say. She said, okay, Alyssa, I saw your stories and saw you opened up your Table Talk program, and I just had to write you and give you an update on where we're at now. Now, reminder, she started just in July. After finishing Table Talk, I was way less stressed at the table and felt so confident, and I think that changed so much. Because of that, we were able to work through all your steps, and today, it's like our picky eater never even existed. Some days he eats more than others, but that doesn't freak me out anymore. I know he's okay and getting what he needs. I have a plan and I feel so good about it. He tried sushi the other day. Sushi. I can't thank you enough. Please share this with anyone who's considering joining Table Talk. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you guys. Helping you guys is my number one reason why I do this. I love to hear your transformations. I love to hear the successes that you have at the table. And I love to know that you're set up in a way that is foundational and that it's set up for success long-term, not just today, not just tomorrow, not just this week, but long-term success and that you have the tools and the methods at your disposal to use anytime something happens at the table or you experience a shift or a change in their growth or development and you normally wouldn't know what to do. You now have the methods and the tools to handle it as it comes up and sail through the picky eating phase and into a lifelong journey of being a happy, healthy, and independent eater. Okay, Mama, thank you so much for sticking with me. I hope this podcast was helpful for you in learning a little bit more about the Table Talk program and also maybe got some takeaways to actually start implementing in your home. So thank you so much for sticking it out. I know this was a little long of an episode, but please, please, please feel free to reach out to me with any questions. Like I said, doors do close Monday and this is a limited program. I limit it because I want to make sure that every mama who signs up has access to me to answer all of their questions during the program. Anyways, I can't wait to see your transformation inside Table Talk and cannot wait to hear what kind of change you've experienced, not only in your home, but also in your mental load, in your ability to function as a mom in 2020 and not have four to six additional battles that you no longer need to have. 
not to mention all that time saved of you Googling random things, trying to look on Instagram, grabbing something here, grabbing something there, hearing the thing from your friend, trying to piece it together yourself just to totally flip it on flip it on its head and try something brand new next week because you heard something that totally contradicts it. This is a comprehensive therapeutic plan to help with your picky eater in the home to really make lasting change and support your eater for long term. All right, mama, that's enough for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can find me on Instagram at mamaandmerd, or you can email me alyssa at mamaandmerd.com. And please click on the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Table Talk program and to sign up. I think all your questions should be answered in there or in this very long podcast episode, or you can always reach out to me. All right, mama, see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on Instagram at mamaandmerd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have by emailing me at alyssa at mamaandmerd.com. Until next time, mamas. Thank you.